When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello there. Welcome to the Rainy Thursday. We're in Julia's show here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Appreciate the company, and uh, I think you two have something exciting to tell us about. Are we doing that? Your microphone isn't on, Lori. Hey, uh, Donnie, <laughs> the sun was shining in the Excel Energy Center last night yeah. with um, Michelle Obama. It was amazing, amazing, amazing night. Just, I kind of was like just stunned at how much I liked her. I've never seen a first lady well, I've, before. I've I've seen Bill Clinton speak. You and I saw him at the Starkey Lab. I've never seen no, anybody. you saw. You were oh, with I me? Was. You were, no, Julia. No, that was the year that you bid on the Playboy Mansion. Oh, okay. I wasn't you with you. Okay, you're right. You got you invited were, to yeah. a special table. That's right. I was not there. So, I mean, That's I was right. really just blown away at just like how down to earth she was. I haven't read Becoming. My mom has, you know, just said, you if you like her... You'll like her even more after her book. I, I felt like I hadn't read the book, right. and I liked her even more after seeing her, and I want to read the book, but she had just like this real, like I felt like we were all friends with her in our minds. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and it was sold out at Excel, and I don't, you know, and it was just, it was mostly women. I'd say yeah. 99% women. Yeah, yeah. I did oh, see really? some men. Yeah, I did. There were some men, mm-hmm. but it was women of all different ages, and the set was just real simple. Like a, and like a fancy living room. It, it was. like a I sitting loved room. what she was wearing. And Lori's dying to I, know what it was, if anyone knows. I, I think it's a Balenciaga top. And then I want to say um, her wide-legged, high-waisted black pants. Which were, are so in vogue right now. Yeah, they could either be like J. Crew or some other designer. And then I thought Michelle Norris, you know, the modern... I just... I thought it was just wonderful. And it, we're going to talk... With uh, someone who was there last night at 4.30 today, but it was really a special night. And in her down-to-earth sensibilities about yeah. raising children in the midst of living in the White House for eight years and her her love for children, I just felt it. And I thought it was the, that was the most honest thing I've ever heard a public figure say about having children. You think you're having this hot, great relationship, and then you throw the children in the mix, and everything goes out the window. We had to get counseling. We had to go to marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anyone say yeah, her that, that honesty mm-hmm. about, you know. Because everyone has their own ideas in raising their kids, and this isn't something you usually talk about before marriage. And even if you talked about it, could you be prepared? No. I, I would argue not. And she also said, I don't care what anyone says, it's not 50-50 with kids. Yeah, yeah, no, and I. You know, I, she was just, mm. I I just, I loved it. And one of her big missions, which I thought was interesting, is she, you know, kind of has this rock star status. Um, and she said why it was really important to me when I was writing Becoming and telling my story 
was that all of these younger people think Barack and I have this amazing marriage. We mm-hmm. had all these amazing things happen to us. And it, that's not true. Yeah. You know, we've gone we through, we worked our butts off, off. Yeah. and, um, and she just thinks mm-hmm. it was so important to share it with young couples that it isn't, it isn't just a cakewalk. Mm-hmm. You have to work hard. It, it, and sometimes it, you know, you want to make it work yeah. and just her struggles and, Oh, and she was so deliciously funny talking about her daughters when they're in school. And and if dad wanted to come or mom wanted to come to school oh, to, yeah, to watch a play or yeah. watch a game or something. And it, they're like, please don't come. It's too embarrassing because, you know, the motorcade for just her is each daughter is three armored cars. Yeah, each well, daughter had their own yeah. secret it service. It was. That's, that was fascinating. It I'm was. Sure all of, you know, my mom said all of this in, is in the book and if, with even more detail. And this one lady, um, I can't remember where I read it, if it was one of the stories in the paper, the two papers about this, but her, uh, a book club where they had people like women who were conservatives or Republican, you know, that didn't really have much feeling one way or another about Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. But after reading her book, liked her so much, yeah. you know, and they were they, they'd never really had any sense because she just like she's feel, real. Yeah. You just feel and like she cares and she's got the right stuff that and, she cares about. It feels like and to me. funny. Oh, she was hysterical and and how yeah. talking about how oh who's this Barack Obama guy because yeah. she was going to be his mentor she was yeah. his mentor and she had to call him yeah. she's like who cares everyone around the office is saying he's oh, hot he's, he's hot, hot. Yeah. and then he's late his first day of work and she's like what is going on with you we're black you can't be late the first right, day at right, work right. what are you doing That's good. and oh. she was it, it was good it was just all around it was a hot it was made it, it was just. It was, it was a highlight. It, it, yeah, I feel real lucky that Mary here is listening to the book and Michelle Obama on Audible. She, Becoming. yeah, she, she narrated. She, narr- she reads the book too. That would be amazing. See, I think that would be amazing, and that's a very smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, because then you really feel like you're friends in your head, having oh. to read her story to oh. you. You know. It was really cool. You wouldn't want to hear her story in somebody else's No, you wouldn't, but not all memoirs are ever going to be read by the person. And some people said they tried to do their own memoir and they weren't allowed to. I mean, I've heard that before, too. Well, Keith Richards. I know. (laughs) Can you imagine that? Right. I know. Um, When I went driving home, you know, and we were a little, we thought we were late, but she didn't come out till 8.45, so we were right on time. Mm But um, driving home last night, you know, it was like, Foggy oh. and raining, and I get it, pull in the garage, and Casey and the neighbor are out in the backyard D- doing what? They're um, pushing with big push brooms the water out into the alley, and they're both well. Casey's in his fire boots and a V-neck white T-shirt, and the neighbor's in just a T-shirt too because they're hot. Oh, it was hot out last night. It was was warm and they just kept pushing because they're trying to push the water because it's It's, seeping into people's basements. Oh my gosh. It's just a nightmare for people, um, you know, bailing out their window wells or, you know, just there's water coming in. And I was just like, if that isn't a hot sight to see, to pull in and see. I mean, I was like, really like, 
You know, I, you're, I love, you are too much, Laurie. Petulia, it's such a It's brother I'm talking about. Well, Doesn't it get you excited? I'm <laughs> no. so hot for him. But I added Petulia. the other guy, the other guy, and he's got big, strong arms. And People stuff, and are freaking pushing. out about the flooding now and the, and the pothole slaloming that you have to do to drive down a road. Uh, by the way, I the had to mouth- drive to Invergrove Heights this morning and the pea soup was so thick it became dangerous. I really did need a mouth guard and a helmet because in the fog you couldn't see the yawning potholes, which uh, they're happening every night overnight. They're huge. Yeah. They're- I'm wondering how we're going to deal with this round of them. Uh, it's unbelievable. The city people, they can't keep up. There isn't enough asphalt right now <laughs> in Minnesota. I'm worried. They're, they're every road... You can't even drive all of it defensively because you might hit somebody. The nicest spot is on a freeway right now. Here's the craziest thing huh. I saw this morning on Fairview Kay. Avenue. In St. At, Paul. At like 9.15. Okay. I notice I can hardly see the cars coming towards me. Uh-huh. And then I see, I'm like, is this an apparition coming out of the fog? Is this a man jogging without a shirt on and just black shorts? Stop. Not only was he jogging without a shirt on and black shorts in the road with the... How dangerous. Going with really? traffic, right? going with traffic. But Julia, I'm going to bet that this guy might have been, you know, 78, 79, <laughs> 80. <laughs> With loose skin, oh, flapping a little tiny bit. You know how Did you're, he have on any? You know how you're, you're yes. skinny, but yeah. kind of have flabs. Yeah, skinny, skinny flabs. Well, that's called aging. I know <laughs> you guy. can't help it. I mean, your skin just folds and yep. lays down. It gives up. <laughs> And certain after so many years of propping it up with fat right. and other things, right? And skin tightening pressure. I mean, he's running. I can't believe it, but I'm just like that is without a doubt the goofiest thing I'm going to see today. Probably, yeah, For sure. Yeah, was he slow? But he, he was, was keeping in the up middle a, of the road, keeping up? keeping up a nice pace. You know, driving in, jogging in the bike lane because the snow is now <laughs> melted. We can see the bike lanes again. <laughs> But then he didn't have shirt on, and you know he's he's you know an old white guy, so he's kind of blending in with the yeah. fog. Well, that I'm just saying that's pretty dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it I, is. Because I, I yeah. could not. I see decided then and there he's widowed. <laughs> so he doesn't mind if he goes quick. Well, so someone I don't know. would have never let him out of the house like that. Exactly. You're not what? running outside with a shirt off at your age. Oh, where's your fluorescent stripe? Yeah. You know, on your shirt. That's what a that's what you or, would be worried about what the other people see. Maybe he thought his skin was fluorescent naturally. <laughs> no, Donnie, no, Donnie. <laughs> no. And then, you know, we all slowed down. Yeah, well, sure. You know, it was like the looky loo for a crash. <laughs> Ooh, look at that oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> all right, listen, when we come back, it is our story we can't get enough of. Julia and then I would say Donnie have been officially obsessed with this story for well over a year. Mm-hmm. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us at MyTag 1071. Um, well, there's been the first tragic ending at the Hallmark Channel. Yep. I think the Hallmark, like what? the face of Hallmark, Lori Laughlin, her. They, they fired her, Donnie. Yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah. Wow. 
They fired her. There's just like there's no point in keep filming these things when your whole image is gone, is shot to you know what. But they're gonna come I think, back when you've cleaned it up yeah. and you've got whatever. We'll open you with, we'll welcome you with open arms, Lori. Yes. Yeah. I guess we're not surprised. Not, no, no, not I'm really. Not, I'm not. I'm not. No. But uh, this morning on GMA, and of course. All the morning shows are still devoting segments, as are the entertainment shows. I mean, it's just been such a huge scandal. Um, The college. The college admissions. And also because then people do bring up, well, what about, you know, the people who give the legal donations of a building? And, you know, so anyway, it's... It's It's been fascinating. It has been a fascinating... It strikes a chord with so many people. It really does. And this story has been a story that... um, Mm. You've been obsessed with. Obsessed. I've just known peripherally, and that's the Elizabeth Theranos stories. Yep. Elizabeth Holmes. Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes. I, but I always call her Elizabeth. I'm doing a Donald Trump. You I'm, are. I'm Lori Tim Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's Elizabeth Theranos. I am. Tim Apple. No. Um, yeah. No. I guess he's Donnie Prostate. Lori Radio. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's a previous conversation, folks. I, know. I always call her. One. I always call her Elizabeth Theranos. Well, that's all right. Yeah. Her company was Theranos. Yeah. yeah. And um, do we have... I, I think GMA, I think this story kind of sets it up because there's yeah. going to be a 2020. This has been a podcast based on a book yep. that was written about her revolutionary... For one, at least for one point, she was like the richest woman in the world. Yeah. Okay. Elizabeth Holmes was a rising superstar, once named the world's youngest self-made female billionaire for inventing a brand new way to test blood. So how did this young woman, once one of Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People, wind up facing the prospect of decades behind bars? Investigated for massive fraud. Prosecutors say she knowingly misled consumers and possibly endangered their lives by peddling promises and products that she knew didn't work. Holmes is pleading not guilty of fraud. And according to those who knew her before her meteoric success, her public image is carefully constructed. Holmes headed to Stanford for college in 2002, but after less than two years, she dropped out. In Silicon Valley, one of the things that people brag about is that they drop out of college. Steve Jobs dropped out of college. Mark Zuckerberg dropped out of college. Bill Gates dropped out of college. She tried to model her life after the founder of Apple. One of Elizabeth's most bizarre characteristics was her obsession with Steve Jobs and imitating him and the company. And and so... Do yeah, we have more? more? Keep going. Okay. Just keep going. Keep going. All right. Just well, might have a comment. Here we go. Even poached Apple employees like Anna Ariola. How about that name? Oh. <laughs> Elizabeth was very I... curious about Steve's attire. And I explained to her that he was inspired by Sony's heritage. Then the rest is couture history. But Anna says Elizabeth's transformation didn't end there. She says her voice. What she could figure out was that it would likely cost her a few thousand dollars to get these tests done. A surprising baritone was different. It was at one of the company parties, and she fell out of character and exposed that that wasn't necessarily her, her true voice. And Rebecca Jarvis spoke to Stanford professor Philip. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's Gardner, who says the woman seen in those videos is quite different from the student she knew. Right. When she came to me, she didn't have a low voice. She didn't? Nope. What She's was her voice it. like when she came like to you? just like a typical undergrad student. When I next saw her again was at the Harvard Medical School board meeting where she was being introduced. She says with this low voice, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Baker. Baker. And now it's kind of funny that lady's like, she didn't do that. So here's a couple things about there's all these things that are happening right now. Okay, when can we watch this 2020? Okay. The 2020, the dropout, is going to be this Friday night okay. on ABC at 8 right. Central. Okay. Now, Alex Gib- Gibney... Is that what, how yes, it was? Yes. Right. Who did the going Scientology clear. going mm-hmm. clear has done a movie called The Inventor Out for Blood in Silicon Valley, which is going to be premiering on HBO. On Monday. On Monday. Really? Yes. Wow. There's all these things coinciding. And so Alex Gibney's um, documentary on Elizabeth Holmes is based on the book Bad Blood that I was just telling you about that came out um, in May of 2018. And it's by Wall Street's um, investigative uh, journal guy, John Carreyou. And it takes you through the step-by-step of her transformation of how Theranos scammed everybody. And what Theranos was is they were going to be able to just take a minute, just prick your finger and just get a dab of blood. And we're going to be able to do all these blood tests. Right at Walgreens. Right at Walgreens at CVS's. Instead of having you go into your doctor, draw vials of blood. So there was this revolutionary way that they were going to do this. And who wouldn't want to do that? Because everyone hates, uh, most people do not like doing the the blood draws. Like God, that, no. That's so this book, though, okay. this book, because I was just someone's doing a couple's book club, and I said this might be a good book, this bad blood book. Yeah. But what they say is basically the book is so compelling; it reads like a West Coast version of all the president's men. Whoa. The narrative. It was all smoke and mirrors. It's all yeah. smoke and mirrors. So basically, here's a couple things about her: she dropped out of college. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, everybody else, Steve Jobs did at Stanford when she was 19 years old. She was studying chemical engineering. Her parents were um, so she's smart. She's smart. They held executive positions in foreign policy and international development for the government. Mm-hmm. She hated needles. Mm-hmm. Um, she um, she can quote Jane Austen by heart. She says she doesn't have to read it. Well, she might anymore. have a lot of time yep. in prison. Yeah, I think so. She studied three years of college level Mandarin while in high school. Um, let's see. She so did she just fake the results to get all this financing, and is that why she's being charged with massive fraud? By she's the being SEC? charged with massive fraud. So here's where the case is at right now: is that so she was 2016 like, Walgreens because okay. she was doing these in Walgreens mm-hmm. is that they filed a 140 million dollar lawsuit against Thernos according accusing them of breach of contract because they never did one of the blood tests. Uh, um, so it started with Walgreens? Yeah. Wow. Yep. She, um, let's see, what else is she, she's accused, she's waiting trial right now. Yeah, she is. She's mm-hmm. waiting trial, but it is just a, 
Did she, she scammed get everybody. Money? She got a ton of she money. She got a ton of money. Oh, okay, yeah. so that's she how she's paying for her legal money. defense. She was named the richest. She was a billionaire, really young. But I mean, doesn't she have to give the money back if well, it she was? Not, I think I don't even know if it's there anymore. Yeah, exactly, Julia. Who High profile investors like Rupert Murdoch, Betsy DeVos, Walgreens. Um, they all you invested. Know, invested her. She raised two six uh, million dollars right away with the idea. It was a dubious idea. Yeah, from yeah. the start. She wanted it to and be the next the Apple. testing results or something. Mm-hmm. That's where she the dressed like in. Steve Jobs. She wore the black turtleneck. She lowered oh, her interesting voice. the voice because I remember seeing a sixty minutes. Yes, yes. And on I her thought, yes. right away, I thought, what a weird, what voice. a weird <laughs> voice. Like, did she? And I, but I thought, well, maybe she has a damaged vocal cords. Yeah. That's yeah. all I could think of. It's something, and in, in really, but I made up. Like yeah. she practiced using that voice. Right. And I love it that Anna Areoli. Oh, Areola. Anna Areola. If that isn't a stripper name or a dancer or, you know, a she poached lady. Anna Areola. I think it's a transgender person, actually. It is Larry. a transgender Yeah. Oh, yes. so it is a made so up it name. So it makes okay. me kind of love it that it her transgender name is Anna Areola. It is. So I know. It's, it's compelling stuff, though. Yeah. Boy. And this uh, guy who wrote the book said, I've been covering everybody since Stern's The Fall of Bernie Madoff. Wow. Nothing comes close. Soda. I can't shut it down. It's going viral. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. Interesting day on the World Wide Web. Well, as you might imagine, the whole cheating scandal, brouhaha, that is still trending. One of the things that's trending now, will Olivia Jade be expelled by the University of Southern California. Uh, Joe DiDice has been uh, trending today. Why? He has been released from prison, but he's not a free man yet. He's been taken into custody by the uh, immigration people. And uh, Rotten Tomatoes has been trending today. They are cracking down even more on these trolls, putting out negative reviews, reviews of movies that they've never seen. All right, that's what's trending. Here's your forecast uh, for tonight. Rain, snow, more patchy fog, 26 for the low. Should be partly sunny and 32 tomorrow. And right now we have light rain and 39 at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Or it might have been two. Yeah, it was. It was uh, uh, on Tuesday. Wendy Williams held up Howard Stern's new book and talked about it. Howard Stern has written a book. He hasn't written a book for like twenty years, maybe since Private Parts. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so it's called Howard Stern Comes Again. And I was listening to Howard Stern yesterday. Okay. And one of his sidekick producers said, "Oh, Wendy Williams. You know, she had some good things to say about you, and then she had some other things." And Howard's like, "Don't play it for me, man." I'm all good with Wendy right now. We're good. I don't need to get, uh, you know, my feathers ruffled because I don't want her to come after me because she doesn't want to come after me. I'll, you won't believe will happen if she comes after right. me. So Robin goes, don't listen to it then. Okay. Just, just know that, you know, Bubba says, you know, she says like four good things about you before she says something bad. And then the guy keeps playing the bit, <laughs> you know. Okay, so here's originally, here's what Wendy had to say about Howard Stern's book. 
Howard Stern has a new book coming out. It's like number one at Amazon. It's going to be number one for a long time. Everybody's going to buy this book. It's his first book in over 20 years. And it's called, How he still looks good, doesn't he? Okay. Yeah. Two it's called Howard one. Stern Comes Again. Well, they say, the, the, look, they say, no, that Howard's been gone. Stop with the laugh. Yes. Okay. Howard is so Hollywood right now that this book is going to be, this is what you're going to, and Howard, I love you, but since you've gone Hollywood, everything that you say is so predictable. Every story is going to be about, you know, Ooh. oh, I love this one, and then we went on their yacht, and he's a Hollywood insider now, which sucks, because you're, you started, like me, being of the people, Oh. but at some point, you sat behind that microphone for too long, Ooh. and now you are the people. Oh. And for somebody like me, like it, it hurts. I've been on Howard's show twice and there, there's, I often get in the streets like, you know, Wendy, <laughs> Wendy, we heard you on Howard. It's on YouTube, you know? Uh, anyway, if you'd like to get this book, and you should get it. It hits oh. shelves in May. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, so he, still, he hasn't yes, come out with a book in 20 years. He still looks good. But you know, not he, that good. He can't get it up. That Howard's long and gone. Right. But you know, Howard, I love you. Yeah, but. But you've gone Hollywood, <laughs> which sucks. sucks but yeah. buy the book anyway. You're, you're you started not one like of the, me. One, one of the people. people. <laughs> okay. okay. Too long behind the mic. I mean, that's where, like, I think. I think like Wendy has a little bit lost her mind because she should know one talk show host to another. You only that person, especially someone like Howard Stern, who's had the kind of career he's had. Amazing. Only you you decide where you can go, or right. you're like everybody else and you get fired because mm-hmm. the station folds or it's sold or whatever. Right. You know, those are the two ways that you go out. So I just think that is kind of bad form. Well, it, like kind of. Yeah, I mean it was. Yes, it was like you've been behind too long and. Oh my word! I it's wish so Hollywood, we could. Pl- like all the yachts he plays on, you know, it goes on and stuff. Well, Howard, when I was listening, he said what? Because I know Jimmy Kimmel, and I know from listening to Howard, he is really all about the rescue cats. It, his wife Beth. Yes, mm-hmm. they they're always like fostering. A he watches cats. every reality TV show right now. He hate watches American Idol because a Katy Perry is so obnoxious. Okay, um, which she- I understand because sometimes I've watched American Idol for that very reason. Mm-hmm. She can't not make it be about her. It's She's re- coming here to perform at the. For the final four. Oh, she oh, is. Yeah. That and Katy yeah. Perry. Yeah. So he just said, Wendy, you, and then the more this guy kept playing the things, he's just like, I'm not one of the people who. Yeah, and he just went off. And he's like, Where have you been for six weeks? And you come back and you give everyone some lame ass excuse. And why aren't. <laughs> what about your husband? Uh, when are you going to be honest oh. about that? And whatever your thing with your your disease. And, and uh, what is that? <laughs> Nobody Whoa. even knows what that is. I mean, he. <laughs> He just... Well, I'm glad because... And he's like, you'll never have the level of success that I have. And everyone knows the reason why, which I think is her husband. Her husband. Yep. You are nobody to me. You can pretend to be me, but you don't have my wit. You don't have my talent. You don't have my career. You're a fly. Oh, oh you're a fly. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he said, uh, Wendy was projecting her insecurities on him. He goes, all she ever talks about on that show is Hollywood. Exactly. He said, uh, what has she said that's controversial? What has she done? She's not the queen of all media. I'm the king of all media because I took on the FCC. I'd... 
people suing me for millions of dollars. I had radio. Sh- he doesn't have to defend he, himself. I know, but okay. he was getting all oh, worked yeah. up. And I think the reference that Wendy means about Hollywood, and it must for some reason stick in her craw, is that Howard Stern did go on a vacation on the private plane when Jennifer Aniston and Justin Thoreau took 30 of their friends on their honeymoon, which we all thought was like, okay, fun for the friends, but like such a weird honeymoon. But he did go on that trip. Right. So that's what she meant. Well, I, listen, I listened to her today. Yeah. I I can't. She's so crabby. Oh, crabby. She's so crabby. And she's all over these kids who parents cheated we don't know the story yet about the children's involvement in this yeah. in this testing and college stuff. It makes me these are children yeah. still. They you know that the parents did something wrong and just going all after the kids. Yeah. And just it's it's it, it's it very feels, shaming talk. It it's feels very shaming very talk. Mean. And I are, I mean, I just have, you know, like a crossover shame for these people for two reasons. One, I personally would never do that. I know Donnie wouldn't. You no, wouldn't. No. I mean, any people no. I know. So I feel shame that like that someone, whatever they that they would make them go off their moral compass like right. that. And then I also just have shame that because of that, that they were able to do that. Then now they've gotten into something that they really feel ashamed about. Right. You know, and then right. I always worry about everybody's mind and like with and the kids, the kids, the social media. The, yeah. and I mean, they're probably going to, the irony of the one girl being on the trustees yacht on the I spring know. break that vacation. That was Olivia Jade. I know. That didn't yeah. help no. uh, with, you know, anyone feeling anything. But yes, Wendy is very, um, she's mean. She's just got an edge that I don't like anymore. It's, it's, it's not fun, Lori. I think here's what it is. I think that, um, she is like not willing to make changes in her own life. I don't know. She wants to throw a lot of stuff out there, like to keep people talking about stuff like this so that so we're not talking on her personal life. Yes. And why no guests come on that show because no one likes her husband who's executive producer. I just why- wonder if it's decoy, um, a diversion, diversion yeah. kind mm-hmm. of a thing yeah. with her. Yeah. Could like be. Like you said. Could be. I because just, it's, it is, she's um, a little bit more on edge. I just don't like it. Yeah. It's not right. fun for me. Okay. She used to be fun. How are you doing? And we, we would have fun. I, I didn't like it anymore. All right. Yeah. It's So it, anyway. Yeah. Well, I did have to watch, um, I was like, oh, should I watch Beverly Hills or should I watch the New York Housewives? And I had to find out what was going to happen with Clam Bake. About people being disinvited. Okay, first of all. (laughs) The Real Housewives. Okay, first of all, I was just watching last week's Real Housewives of New York when they were in the mermaid outfits trying to go up and down stairs. No, that was this week. Oh, I watched that. Wasn't that hysterical? Oh, my. And don't you love going to the Hamptons in the fall? Isn't it kind of fun to go there? There's some, there was an article in the New York Times. <laughs> they today. always film New York mm-hmm. in the end, like the end of August through like maybe Thanksgiving. So you get fall in New York, yeah, the right. Hamptons yeah. in yeah. New York, and 
Anyway, do you, I? I don't know. I was just like I need to watch something silly this morning. Oh, one hundred percent, Lori. Yeah, one hundred percent. And uh, those ladies in their mermaid. I mean, it's hard to look good in a mermaid tail because no one really looks good in a high waisted thing that goes right underneath your your. But boobs. actually, all of them have banging bodies. Yeah, I know. I but was kind of impressed. It, that is a yep. hard place to yes, wear a high waist clingy something all the way. Last down. thing I've worn that high waisted clingy was Spanx. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen, when we. Uh, we're going to break a little bit early, Donnie, if that's all right. No, so perfect. We've got a little bit of extra yeah. time. Um, someone that we have not had on our show for a long time, but used to be in all the time back in the day, Adam Platt from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. I know exactly what I need to do, because I don't want to be alone tonight. Everybody, welcome back. Thanks for hanging out with us. We have Adam Platt, an old friend of ours and an old colleague of mine from the Twin Cities Reader way, way back, back in the day. when you guys were babies. Babies, and he's executive editor for Twin Cities Business Journal. And Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Is also freelancing at MSP Magazine and the article that you wrote on um, our pro soccer t- player for the Minnesota Loon Colin Martin is just a really interesting article about him being a professional soccer player who came out. Yep. He's the only is person that not done. No. no. He's the no. only professional soccer player or male athlete pro, on a professional on a pro team. sports team in the United States who's that's, out. who's out. The only one. The only one. Wow. We nobody in I, baseball, nobody in football, nobody in basketball, nobody in hockey. Remember, we thought Ezra Tuatola. Well, he came out, I think, after after that. He was the Vikings, right? A few people have, but it's still just a handful. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I mean, so you spent your articles in this month's Minneapolis St. Paul magazine, and it's really compelling and good. And you spent a lot of time with, I might say, the very handsome Colin Martin. He Um, looks like a snack and a half. He (laughs) (laughs) he does. How did you, you know, get the idea to do the story? And what about Colin's story do you think is, it? I mean, it's inspirational because no one's doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. I mean, he came out last summer, and I learned of it maybe a few weeks after he came out publicly. And I kept waiting for a big story to appear locally, for somebody to really dive into it, the Star Tribune, somebody else. And nobody did. And at a certain point, I just thought, well, this is odd. Yeah. Because this guy is here. He's ours. Yeah. He's the only one in the country. Mm -hmm. Why is nobody talking about this? And so I figured, well, I'll do it then. Mm -hmm. Well, what what about it is because why doesn't anyone come out? That's a hard question to answer. I mean, there's a sidebar about it in the story. And the reason it's only a sidebar is because 
there isn't a, a simple good answer. Mm-hmm. There's theories. One of them, I think the best theory is that it's a risk. Yeah. Um, this is still a society that has a lot of different attitudes about mm-hmm. sexuality and judgments. Yep. And so, if you have a short pro sports career, right. Yep. You don't want to do anything to jeopardize or risk that window of income. Right. So right. why did Colin do it? He did it because he's a, he's a very principled person. He's a person who kind of wants to live honestly as who he is. He had come out gradually over the previous five years to his friends and his family and his teammates. And he was asked why he was supporting an a, a endeavor called um, playing for pride, which was a, a soccer initiative during pride month last mm-hmm. year. And he made up some story sure. to the reporter that asked him about it. And it kind of ate at him. And after a couple of weeks, he was just like, I have to tell the truth that yeah. I would be doing a disservice to all the other LGBT people who, mm-hmm who have come out to keep pretending. And he so he just did. And was there any big lightning bolt that struck him or anything? I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, did he, he finally money or? Did anything happen no. to his career? Because you said his teammates already knew about it. Right. No, there was. There has been no negative repercussions. Probably some positive repercussions. I mean, he is not a starter for the Loons. He's not a what I would describe as a premier player in the league. And he's a lot more prominent than he might have otherwise been. I don't right. know that that will extend his career in soccer, but... It's um, it's only had upside, and mm-hmm. but that was his experience coming out in general. I mean, I think the message of the story, honestly, is that it's harder to be in the closet than to come out. Yeah, yeah. to yeah, be a sure. lie, to live a lie, and you're like, why am I living a lie? This is who I am, and why isn't that good enough? Right. Mm-hmm. And the more people that do it, the more we will learn as a culture to deal with it. And so you got to go. So when you were getting to know Colin, we're talking, if you're just joining us about Colin Martin, who plays for the Minnesota loon, who are two and all this year, who will be opening their season at our, their brand new stadium. Yep. In about a month. Uh huh. Is it Allianz or Alliance? I think it's Allianz. Uh, Yeah. It's so French. I keep thinking of Allianz Francaise. I think it's German, sweetie. Is it German? Okay. I always say that. Allianz Francaise was an ad I think I sold in the Twin Cities. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I keep thinking of that, but. Remember the guy who uh, didn't come 8,500 miles to cook you ordinary food? Oh, Oh, I remember that ad. Sorry. Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) Derailed the the conversation. Yeah. No. Do your CD. Your your CD. Mm Mm-hmm. Compact compact dicks oh. for sale. Oh yeah, on the back page mm-hmm. of the reader for cheapo, oh, did, cheapo desks. <laughs> was that a typo or did? Yeah, they... it was a typo. Okay. Twenty thousand yeah. compact dicks. <laughs> yeah, I had. You, so we're going back. We're reliving a little bit. Yeah. But so when you got to know Colin, Colin got to be on James Corden and yep. play Tinder live. What? So tell us about that experience. Well, that was that was fun. I mean, that this came about while I was working on the story. It wasn't something that I knew was happening mm-hmm. at the beginning. When Colin came out, um, he came out on social media, and James Corden responded. Corden is a very kind of gay, friendly talk show host. Wonderful. He's in the theater community mm-hmm, and all mm-hmm. that, and he was like, hey, congratulations. And then gradually, there, you know, he does this thing called Late Late Live Tinder. Right. Mostly with show employees to find them a date. Yeah. To quote, unquote, find them a date. Uh, and they... I think the league's PR people and the show's producers got together and they kind of concocted this. And Colin came out and he was the first actual prominent person to play um, for a date. And did you go to the filming taping of it? Yeah, I was at the taping. Oh, fine. How much did you love James Corden? I, you know, I really was a fly on the wall. I didn't even, I think I shook his hand. Yeah. Okay. Nice to meet you. But I, I was. Is he as tall as you? 
Uh, maybe. Okay. Maybe the little. Yeah, he's probably about my size. He, okay. Which is height. six eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you know Adam, I've lost an inch. Yeah. What else have you, you know, in meeting Colin and everything? I know that we invited him to be on our show today as yeah. well. And he didn't. I think he made the right yeah. call by saying no because we wouldn't have been prepared after Michelle Obama. We're exhausted. Speak today. for yourself. I know, but we're exhausted today. We just like, you know, that was so. Do you know anyone who was there? I don't know anybody who was there. Oh, it was so just, it was an amazing night. It really was. Did she do all her songs? No. We didn't hear her sing. He's teasing. Oh, you're teasing. He's teasing oh, us. Yeah. He's Adam, confusing her with long, Mariah Carey. It's how long Why? it's been since we've seen you. You're thinking of Mariah Carey? Oh. No. Yes. Yeah, you yes. are. Okay, <laughs> so back to the art. They were here on the same night? Yes. yes. It was a struggle. That's so unfair. I I, right. How did you decide? So do you, um, I think at the end of the day, I think this, it will be interesting to see if this strikes a chord with young Young boys and young girls. Well, we'll be for the next maybe you different know. generation, but yeah. Well, that's that's the question. You know, yeah, when you is think. how long until this stops being a taboo in sports? Oh. I mean, look, when when we were eighteen years old, as a as a male, there were not many professions that were hospitable to gay men. That at least from afar, that you could look at. When yeah, I was sure. eighteen, the only gay men I knew were hairdressers, mm-hmm. and I and I don't say that flippantly. I say no, that I honestly. Now. I think in our office, for example, our publishing company, I think more of the men under 40 are gay than straight. Mm -hmm. And I say that just as an observation, but sports is like one of the last outliers, one of the last professions where people are not open about who they are. And Mm -hmm. it's weird. And we may be a couple of years away. We may be a couple of generations away. Mm -hmm. I don't really know. I think women are more forthcoming, though, in sports than men. The WNBA? Yeah. Yeah. It's I, I look forward to the day when nobody even has to announce who it is that they like. Sure. You know what I mean? That we don't even have to, that it's not even an issue. It's just right. like, whatever. You know? I think, and, and you know, that was a key question for me. Why does this matter? Why right. should someone's sexuality be mm-hmm. public? And the answer I got from people that care about the issue is that by f- by forcing people to hide who they are, you know, there's there isn't a lot of sexuality in sports but there is a kind of camaraderie in the locker room that involves kind of being who you are and gay men have to fake they have to pretend they're dating they have to talk about you know girls and all that stuff and so really it's about being honest about who you are and not carrying the burden of having to pretend that 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 in and of itself takes something out of you and to be a professional athlete you have to be able to perform literally at your peak yeah Mm -hmm. And it's hard to do that if you're spending half your time trying to figure out how to pretend that you're somebody you're not. Yeah. Can you imagine? I just well, can't even imagine. Well, because it's gotten better in Hollywood. Yeah. You know, but yet totally. people will still say, oh, there's all kinds of people who still lead a closeted thing because of their shelf life as an actor. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that they've got this image and they can now, they've got money that they can maintain their thing. but. Like you, like you were saying, I mean, that would take that would take something out of you. That's the presumption. Yeah. And I think the other thing about this story, the thing that I love about this story is we're talking about Colin Martin, who plays for the Minnesota Loon, who came out last summer. Uh, the thing I love about this story is it's not really a sports story, and it's not to me not really a sexuality mm-hmm. story. It's a story about it's really a universal story about coming to terms with who you are yeah. when you realize you're not the person you expected to be. And it and that could apply to anything. You wanted yeah. to be a ballerina, yeah. but you didn't have the skills or physique or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And how and you know having to manage that at a relatively young age, right? And to me, the the part of the story that is that to me feels fresh and compelling is that part of it. 
that him talking about his life between when he was 13 and 18. And, you know, we have this sense about sexuality. We hear about people who come out at 12 and stuff like yeah. that. And some people know, but some people sort of know, and it takes a, takes time right. and years and experiences to sort of figure it out. And mm -hmm. that's, Imagine having to do that as a teenager. Right. Yeah. Well, you know? even when he liked that song in sixth grade. Yeah, right. Um, Milkshake by Keyless. Oh, and, we love that song. And he just said he loved it. And all the people around him were saying, you're gay. And he was like, why do you think that? Yeah. Right. yeah. So I thought that was very, right. you know, cute. He seems like a neat guy. He's a, he's a very neat guy. He's not in any way stereotypical pro athlete. He's mm -hmm. educated. He's articulate. He's... He's very confident. I mean, if I have a 21-year-old, in three years, if my kid is as confident and self-assured as Colin Martin, I will think I did a fantastic yeah, job no as kidding. a parent, right? Yeah. Is the Minnesota loon, do we call them the loons? I think the, the loons. loons. The oh, loons. it's the loons. Yeah, because yeah. I would think it would be plural. Are they going to be any good um, when they get, get playing in this they, field? And will there be a lot of people They've supposedly added a lot of players to okay. be... A competitive team. They've really underperformed the last two years, but there are they didn't win on the road much at all the last two seasons, and they won their first two games on the road. All so right. that's probably a hopeful sign. They're going to be our next. And if we want to read champion. about Colin, which issue of Minneapolis? It's the current issue, the March issue, the best restaurant. The best issue. restaurant issue. Okay, thank Adam, you, thank Adam. you so much. Thank it's you for sharing my pleasure. too. All right, listen. Uh, what are we talking about? I don't know. We'll see when we come really, back. It's really, really compelling stuff. <laughs>